welcome back to a not so special edition episode of the press conference podcast. I am your co-host Phil, and I'm here joined by Dave. What's going on? Oh, nothing much, mate. I'm just uh, looking forward to hearing how your weekend went. Uh, I know there's some some thoughts and some ideas around some gigs, uh, but yeah, had a few big weekends with parties and stuff. So I'm looking forward to to hitting some gigs myself. Yeah, I think um, fuck straight to the heavy hitting questions, Dave. You don't mess around. We don't mess around here on the press conference podcast. Not here to fornicate with arachnids. Well, Phil, let's, let's get to it. I did want to open the podcast by saying for our people that that don't give a fuck about AFL, the Lions and the Pies are top two. I think that's just worth mentioning before we continue because we're about to enter a real dangerous time for Dave and Phil on the pod. For our <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's very likely that we cross paths in one point in the finals. And uh, I'm very excited. And we're, it's very likely that we cross paths in banter that could and it, make you very excited, make me very depressed. Uh, it's going to be an interesting test of balance between us. I think that's that's good. <laughs> uh, and we've got a game this Friday. So I just want to get that out of the way. That I hope the Pies fucking suck it on the weekend. Um, that's all I'm saying. It's not of the gap, so it's almost guaranteed that you guys will suck it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, my weekend, though. So... Yeah, what's been going on? So I went to the Cracks in the Reflection Room tour in Sydney, the first uh, night of, of the uh, four-date run up in Sydney on Saturday. And yeah, Lyra, Headwreck, Father Dear Hands, Finding Better Health. It was an unreal show at the Burdekin. I low-key got uh, a little bit drunk beforehand. I um, had a few of those hard solos in the fridge. And um, I know you're a bit straight edge, Dave. Well, you were a bit straight edge. You are straight edge, so you wouldn't have had them. But fuck me. I've seen seen them about. Fuck. I've seen the, they're in the news a little bit. Well, yeah, I was watching Gruen last week. Um, and they were all like furious about, oh, it's Will Anderson's comedy show about advertising. Come on. Yeah. If you, if you listen to this podcast and you don't know what niche ABC TV is, then we're, maybe we're mainstream, Dave. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's true. Yeah. I saw that too. Where that, like, it looks like. It looks like a, a normal solo can. It's just a different. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sick. <laughs> and it tastes so good. And uh, look, it might encourage underage drinking, but. It's not even that. It's not It's not teenagers. It's going to be kids that are caught out. They're like, dad, mum, dad, can I have a drink out of the fridge? And if they're not in a different area, you can just grab one right next to the normal solo. Yeah, I get it. I guess the dad in you is probably thinking about that stuff. If I go to the fridge yeah. and I happen to stumble across a hard solo, I'm not going to be like, what's this? <laughs> exactly. But it, and that's the other point. It doesn't taste like it's got alcohol in it. So. No, it really doesn't. And it, I had a few of them before. A good friend, Matt Farrow, uh, picked me up and we went to the show. And yeah, it was a bit bit, bit lit. I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, show was incredible. Finding Better Health. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen me simping over this band for a hot minute. Uh, we spoke about them a few times on the pod. This was just, they're, they're honestly the best band in Sydney. Like, Finding Better Health are really that fucking good. Um, and, fuck, I just can't put into words. Like, I know I sent you the video, Dave. I put it on my socials. Yeah. Just the guitars, the fucking vocal work, the drums. Every Everyone in that band is just fucking dialed in. And you wouldn't know that they've only been, like, they haven't been around for too long, in my opinion. 
Yeah, like I watched that video like three or four times, just taking it in. And yeah, you're right, they're dialed in. They know what they're doing. They sound good. And like, sometimes these like noisy, jangly sound sounds really good recorded and it doesn't translate very yeah. well live, but it seems like they're, um, they're uh, on a good path. Yeah. Um, so they're playing a show again in Sydney in two weeks' time or a week and a half's time if you, you listen to this when it comes out. Uh, they're playing... Fucking, I should have gotten this prepared. What's the band called? They're supporting Adelaide Band, who I actually listened to last night for the first time and I quite like. They're called Cold Wave. A bit post-punky, a bit a bit, a bit bit like mm. indie, indie rock kind of vibe. They're really good. So they're playing next Friday up here. So I might try and get to that show again as well so I can see them again because yep. they were just awesome. So... Yeah, I really want to open with that. Father Deer Hands next. I mean, you know what you get with them. They're 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 really good. I felt a bit bad because it was mid us watching a few people in the crowd watching the Matildas <laughs> uh, and the penalty, so I yeah. felt a bit bad. Because um, when the Matildas won, like we, we we cheered pretty loud, and we were lucky that it was in between songs. Because I reckon if it was during a song, everyone would have been like, "What the fuck's going on?" Uh, Alira, like, what can I say? They're just so they get better and better every time I see them. I know you're yet to see them, Dave, hopefully this week. Yep. I'm getting a ticket. So tonight. Sweet. So that'll be it's on the list. Um Super Keen. Um, yeah, it's gonna be really cool. I haven't been to the Bergie band room yet either, so that's gonna be yeah, interesting nice. to see what that's like. Uh and then and then Headrack Headline, the Sydney leg. Um they were great. Like and I think their new EP translates live really well. Played a cover. They're, they're, they're really good, and I think they've gotten a lot better since I saw them last year, um, live, that is. Who did they cover? Uh, they covered 50 Cent. <laughs> if you follow them on oh, socials, yeah. they'd be teasing like, a few covers like that. Um, they played it. It was actually sick. They played in the club. <laughs> uh, it was it was actually pretty mad. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was good. I think my only gripe with it, I'm just so disappointed with Sydney. I know I said it after I first saw Finding Better Health, believe it or not, um, when they supported a burden a panic at the Metro a while ago with Alira, funnily enough. And I'm just like, I don't fucking get Sydney. And maybe look, a few people have told me like, Hey, it's, it's the whole scene. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen gigs this light or like not as many people at gigs. I, I don't know. And I was there on the weekend. I was looking around and I'm thinking, this is just not right. Like, I don't get it. There weren't any clashes in Sydney on the weekend. I understand people might've been watching the football, the soccer, but, like, that finished pretty early. And even if it didn't, like, fuck, I just, I just didn't get it. I was filthy. I'm still a bit filthy on it, to be honest. And it just really pisses me off. Like, I don't think Ben should come to Sydney if people aren't going to come. And I'm sick of seeing people yeah. complain that, oh, fuck, these big bands aren't doing sideshows in, in my city. And it's like, you know what? Tough shit. You don't go to the small shows. Why would promoters be like, I'm going to risk putting a fucking big band or a bigger band play a sideshow in Sydney on a weeknight? When people aren't going to go because they're not even going to a Saturday night show that costs 20 bucks that there's no fucking clashes on in the city, you know, like something's going to fucking give. And I honestly would be absolutely understanding if no bands came to Sydney ever again. Yeah. Is that a bit of a boomer take or am I just being a bit angry? Oh, no. I was thinking about it because kind of went off in the, in a chat <laughs> today about it and it got me thinking and then it was like, um, there is a bit of a mentality where people won't go out and 
see a gig unless it's like an American band or like an overseas big headliner. Like they just don't, they're not as dialed into the local scene as we probably think. And like regular Joe isn't looking at, um, at pages and following bands to, to see what gigs are on. I don't even know like how you would find well, gigs if we weren't oh, following the bands and stuff. My, 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 my comment to that would be, I see so many people from Sydney comment on Destroy All Lines' post about sideshows um, saying, why can't this come to Sydney? And everyone else in the comments are being like, they don't come to Sydney because we don't go to gigs, you know, support yeah. local music. So wouldn't those people then be like, fuck, you're right. Maybe I'll see what's on in Sydney. I don't know. Maybe it's because we're closer to the local scene. I'm not sure. But yeah. fuck, it's just really frustrating. Um, and it's the second time I've actually felt embarrassed, like, as, as someone who lives in Sydney, who I really like Sydney, probably not going anywhere any, anytime soon, to be honest. I was just really disappointed and fuck, I know it's out of my control. I know, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, it's it's not very, I didn't like it. I don't think it's very good. And I guarantee you someone's going to do a sideshow soon and they're not going to play Sydney and I'm going to completely back it up because why the fuck would you? Well, yeah, you're right. You've got to show up. You've got to prove prove you're in it before these big bands will come. So it'll be interesting to see if the if it's a trend. I don't know. Let's see if the Melbourne show is the same. We'll see. We'll see. Most of, most of the shows that I've been to like have been pretty packed early on. The local gigs have been pretty, pretty big. Like, not big, but like busy. Yeah. So... I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen an empty room like that, like you're describing. Well, I think I got a photo. But I'm not. Did I, get, I don't know if I fucking got a photo and sent it to you. The video made it look empty. Oh, like that was early. So, like, I kind of get that. That was early. Yeah. Um, I didn't get a photo. Oh, I did you get need a photo. You get there early. You see that? Like, no one in there. Yeah. Not that anyone at home can see that, but yeah, it's fine. Uh, those bands were sick. If you catch, if you caught them in Brisbane, I hope it was a good show. Like I said, they're playing Melbourne and Adelaide this weekend, so go and get to them because like, they're all fucking so good. Lyra just get better and better. Like we know, we've had Lyra on the pod twice now. Mm-hmm. Fuck, they're just good people, funny dudes, play great music. Get around them. Absolutely. So, what have you got upcoming? So, uh, I've already mentioned I'm I'm going to go to the cracks in the reflection room tour on Saturday night. Yep. Um, Classic kind of what we were just talking about. Like, there's one clash, and that's Drug Church are playing 100 meters up the road. You know what? They've been playing so, pretty early sets. In I know, like they the gig finished at 9:50, like Headwreck Headline and finished yeah. at 9:50. Melbourne, I think the last band finished at nine, maybe, or they started yeah. at nine. Like, there's a world. The doors were at eight. Saying on the ticket on the event. Oh, really? Is it a late one in Melbourne? Yeah. Oh, that's rough. Maybe. I was going to say, if it's um, a really one, yeah. you could maybe try and do the cheeky double. I had considered it. I considered it. But, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to – I made the decision this week to um, to get along to, to Alir and Headrack. Yeah, so man. that's basically the only one coming up. And in a couple of weeks, we've got a couple of back-to-back shows yeah. coming up, which is Thrice and, and then Bloom. You mean Bloom and Saving Face? Let's go, baby. How good did those yeah. physicals look? Absolutely smashing. So I'm super keen, super glad that 
the guys at uh, ABVC have have got behind them as well, and it's just so cool to see. Honestly, it was. I mean, it's a bit of a. I mean, we simp about a few bands, and I think Saving Face are safe to say that we're they're one of the bands that will simp. So really sorry, boys, because we're not going to stop. But I think seeing that first show, uh, Crawley from ABVC was there, and we were just like, this is so special. I'm so glad they took a punt on them. Uh, the tees look good. The records look great. Um, the artwork's just like impeccable. They've just really nailed that whole melodic hardcore vibe. So yeah, yeah. If you like the pod, if you listen to the singles, go and pick that up because it's so fucking good. Uh, and I can't wait for that bloom show. I honestly think that'll be a really big show for them. And I reckon if you ha- if, if you haven't picked up a pre order, you're going to want to pick it up after that because I reckon there'll be some people jumping on it. But yeah, that's just my take. Who knows? I've seemed to have a lot of takes and I'm just angry about a lot of stuff. So I might be wrong. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty positive take. So um, what what gigs have you got coming up? So I have La Dispute this weekend. Cannot wait. Um, Ooh, yes. I actually absolutely can't wait. I know we're going to talk a bit more about it soon. Spoilers. Um, I mean, it's not really a spoiler. They would have seen the name of the podcast. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, but- <laughs> yeah, La Dispute's coming up. <laughs> I was gonna go to Spanish love songs, but I'm I'm holding it. I'm holding off for the meantime because if the Tillies make the final, it's on the same night, um, yeah. and I'm probably gonna pick that over Spanish love songs. Unfortunately, are you gonna try and get a ticket? Uh, I haven't even thought of that. Probably not. To be honest, I'll probably just go to like a pub or the uh, fan zone in Darling Harbour or somewhere. Um, There'll be people going off everywhere. I don't think it'll matter being there or not. Um, I mean, I was really lucky with... I got to go to the quarterfinal. No. Not the quarterfinal. It was the fucking one before that. Best of 16? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, the knockout. And that was the most unreal experience I've had. I'd love to go to the, the final, but I'm happy to watch it in the pub somewhere or in a park. Um, people will be going crazy for it anyway, if they make it. So we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. But then next week, I've got Dream One Dreamer. They play their Loveless Anniversary show. They're, they're the, the, George, the John Farnham, the comeback tour. Again, we're back. <laughs> For the 50th yeah. time. Um, so, yeah, some really good shows coming up. But Largest Beat this weekend is going to be very special. So Yeah, well, I've been full. Oh, I mean, I'm actually, I actually get goosebumps thinking about it. You know, I know we're talking about, um, like, we'll get to it later on, talking about the wave and things like that. Uh, but I was listening to Wildlife and Fall a few times this last week, just getting in the just getting in the mood because I haven't probably been in a big, you know, this kind of post hardcore wave kind of mood lately. Um, but listening to Wildlife a few times on the weekend, I was like, "Fuck, this record is so special!" And every time I listen to it, it brings back memories. I'm getting ahead of myself, yeah. so I'm gonna park that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. Unfortunately, I won't be able to make that show, but I have some really special memories of seeing them at the corner. Yeah, like, we were at the show, not together, but like it's crazy yeah. to think that we went to shows. Yeah, like I saw a big tall fuck there while I was there, so not a big new. <laughs> yeah, I was I was a lot more active back then too. So I was probably up the front, like giving my all. So uh, we were at, we were right next to the pole, but um, yeah, key, like King Parks, like remembered remembering just that part oh man i can just like it gives me goosebumps thinking about hearing it in the metro theater uh it's a great venue in sydney i'm not sure if you've been to the metro it's it's less like a forum 
kind of theater and more like the palace used to be maybe a little bit. Yeah. So you step down a little you bit. You step down a bit, but it's not as, it's, it's not like 170 Russell. Kind of. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but yeah. the roof's quite large. It's got this really like hello kind of feel to it. So honestly thinking here mm. in King Park is going to go off and I, I can't wait. I, I get giddy thinking about it. <laughs> uh, but moving on to some other gigs. Uh, so good things gets announced this week. Um, and I know I didn't prep you for this, but I've been seeing a lot of convo about they're, they're getting people to guess their five. Yeah, I've seen a few of those. I thought we could just maybe do a little bit of ourselves and we can fact check it on the next episode to see how close we were. Okay. Well, you want to hit me with your your fast five good things? Oh, I don't actually. I didn't think this through. I didn't think this through. <laughs> no. So my five are going to be my five. <laughs> going to be Fallout Boy is my big one. I'm sticking with that. Okay. I'm going to stick with Paris just because we know that's kind of a lock. And I, I want to get at least 20% right. I'm going to go with our good friends, the creator of Pop Punk, Machine Gun Kelly. I think that's going to happen. Yep. Okay. Uh, two more, right? Yeah. I am going to pick Trophy Eyes as the local... One of the bigger local bands. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to pick one of your favorite bands. I'm going to pick Thursday. I think they're going to come back out. Oh, really? Yeah, that's my that's my pick. That's that's my dangerous pick. Or Dave, Dave Juris pick. Am I right? Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I haven't I haven't really thought about this and and kind of all the bands we've kind of spoken about have popped up on tours like around it's, that time. I can't just say how crazy are the fucking tours been lately. It's been absolutely fucking cooked. I know. I just, um, I can't keep up. It's just unbelievable. So I am, so my big one, I think Fallout Boy are going to probably headline it. Yep. Or Green Day. Or Green Day. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Green Day to be different to you. Um, the big Aussie band, I think Polaris will play again, but later in the afternoon. Right. Okay. Maybe main stage it. Okay. Um, then I think Bane is going to be on there. We've spoken about them before. That's a long, 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 long shot. Could happen. They've been playing shows. Could happen. I think they're back, like back for good, apparently. So it wasn't much of a. But that's not good up, for. That's, that's not good for um, for be well. It is not good for be well. It is not good. But they're tracking their recording. I'm not sure if you saw this. I did actually that see that, through. but I, I do want to see be well play live. Maybe they'll come out together. Too. Maybe they'll do a cheeky be well and bane. Mm. That could happen. And my last two are newfound glory and hot water music. Oh, newfound glory is a really good pick. That's actually a great pick. I haven't heard that yet. Or I haven't noticed it. So it would be cool because they they had been doing like the twenty years of sticks and stones. Yeah. Like, but like just after COVID, yeah. And they were doing it with hot water music, but yeah, can see anything happen. Like a lot of predictions of like AFI and stuff like that, which would be also pretty awesome. I think it would only be awesome um, if they play like an album in full. I don't really fuck with the yeah. new stuff. No, me either. Oh, the latest one's Bodies isn't bad. It's not bad, but I, I wouldn't, if it was a clash, I'm not going to be like, fuck, I need to go see AFI. 
Yeah, but um, yeah, that's my five. Nice. It's a good five. Let's see, we'll check back next episode to see if we yep. got any close. Uh, I reckon. I reckon we might get half of those right. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I reckon together we'll get five. Yeah. So that what was that tour that Green Day were on? That's the Hella Mega logic for them. The Hella Mega tour. So Weezer already coming back. Who was the other one? Some Forty One and Broken Up. Some Forty One went on that. Were they? Some Forty One. No, that? I think it was just Weezer, was Green Day, for that boy. Oh, okay. I think there might so, have been local. There might have been supports, but I don't remember if it got to that point where they announced them. I don't think so either. So it could be Green Day second last, Fallout Boy last. Actually, Escape the Fate could be on it too. No, they just came here. That's right. Fucking fuck it. They're not big. No, but I just want to see them. And no, I just <laughs> want to see them play old stuff. <laughs> yeah, the, the old, the old. Uh, the old album in full. The old dick twist. Twist his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Peter. Sorry, with the good things. <laughs> with the good things talk out of the way. Uh, what other gigs do you want to see this year? I want to see Neck Deep come out. Um, hopefully play a few rooms around the country, the Forum, the Roundhouse. Uh, oh, wait. They're already doing that because they're the fucking best band in the world. Um, so... What else do I want to see? To be honest with you, a lot of my favorite bands are, are, have come or are coming. This is going to be the year that I've seen my chem a few times. Neck deep. I mean, story so far was late last year, but no pressure. So I saw Parker at least this year, which has been great. Yep. Redacted, Dance Gavin Dance, one of my favorite bands. Blech. The only bands I'm really missing, uh, and we said about it a few times, Touche More. Like, I'm, I'm a bit yeah. bummed about them. Who else would I want to see? They could be a smoky, but he would have said something. He would have said something for sure. Uh, I really want to see the Ghost Inside come back. I think that's one that I really am eager to see. Um, They'll be smoky on good things too, I think. And I feel like Speed are following this kind of routine. I'm not sure if they're at a point of slowing down or not, Mm. but the last few years have been tour the country, go overseas, tour Australia, go overseas, finish the year with, a bit of a bring a band out, right? Yeah. I'm hoping they bring someone out. I don't know who, but um, I'd love to see someone like a Fox Lake um, or like a Backtrack or Incendiary or something. I know that's really wishful thinking, um, but I'd like mm-hmm. to see someone from the hardcore space in, in America uh, come out. They'll probably bring like Gel or Spy or something like that. I'd be keen on Spy. I'd actually be keen on any of them, really. Um. Yeah, so I think that's where I'm at. What about you? Yeah. Uh, I'm super keen to get a ticket to Descendants. Yep. Uh, I'm a bit the same as you. Uh, a lot of the bands that are touring are only doing American-only tours. Yep. So, like, that, seeing that Earth Crisis and Undying tour in, in America, well, basically LA. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. It's killer. It's huge for Chuck, uh, who's going to be there at the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of those bands that are coming out of the woodwork kind of just staying, staying home, which is kind of sad for us. Why the fuck would they come to Sydney, bro? Sydney won't go to shows. (laughs) Well, I live in (laughs) Melbourne, so I don't fuck Sydney. Uh, Yeah. No, I think it's a bit rough. It's expensive, (laughs) I guess. Um, oh yeah. Like to come here to do like a maximum of like seven shows, eight shows maybe. 
It's a lot of. I, I, you, know, you know how heartbroken I still am that a pile of love were like a seven hour flight away and they couldn't come here and just play some shows. Like, yeah, I really, and anxious. it hurts me. It really hurts. Yeah. Maybe we should live in Tokyo. Dude, I would love that. Me too. Um, I can work remote. I probably won't get that across the line, but fuck it. I'll quit. <laughs> We'll open a record store. <laughs> Press conference podcast. Clear, take on clear. clicks. <laughs> Not supposed to be here today. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. Yeah, good gigs. Um, are you listening to anything new? Any any good new tunes you've been listening to? Yeah, I just saw that one. Um, let me see. Really great. Great content here, everyone. Well, I'll open with some <laughs> stuff I'm listening to because it's back to me okay. being a bit left field for the pod. I've been listening to a lot of like a lot of heavy stuff, alternative stuff, but honestly, I'm really loving just pop and, and electronic stuff still. Uh, so what okay. I've really been enjoying the last week and a bit, <clears throat> the Fred Again single that came out on Friday, I, I gave that a proper listen last night. Uh, that is such... Fuck, he knows how to make a song. And although this song is probably a bit more deep house at the back end than some of the other stuff that he's released, um, he's got the sampling right. You know, the person who featured on this track, I don't want to, I don't want to try and say the name because I'll fuck it up. <laughs> but it's just a beautiful track, so I really like that. I've been listening to our Flume released a few um, archived just like tracks that he he like fucked around with. Um. It's called Arrived Anxious Left Bored, and it's just a bunch of exports from like 20, 2015 through to 2020. And I've been okay. really enjoying that. Um, and then other than that, just like the usual things, Neck Deep's new single, Arms Length's new single, Olivia Rodrigo's new stuff, like it's just samey, just a bit samey. Yeah, so you've been listening to the radio. You betcha. You <laughs> betcha. What have you been listening to? Fox FM. Um, I've been pretty much listening to the same stuff. I've been digging into, uh, some Deftone stuff. Uh, but today I was listening to like a, I guess a new band called Squint. Squint. Yeah. These ones. Yeah. You can't see them. Yeah. One of those ones. Um, they're a, uh, like a hardcore grungy punk band from Missouri. St. Like St. Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Missouri. (laughs) Like in the similar vein to like drug church and military gun. Oh right. But on the on more of the grungy kind of and there's got a bit of a hip hop vibe to it as well. So um I've been listening to them, just kind of looking into that space. I was just while doing the research today, a couple of other articles popped up, so I was just looking through them. Yep. Uh, I was listening to another band called Gum, which is a American hardcore band in the same vein of like Spy and Gel and nice. those ones we referenced earlier so a lot of sound and fury like yeah centric stuff nice but uh nothing super new that's kind of popped up to me i've kind of just been st- stuck in a, a new music rut but i will I say really i enjoyed that after chuck's podcast i did go through i did listen to a lot of whatever the fuck that was metalcore from the 2000s <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um a lot of the things we spoke about that i said i'd follow up to i did and fuck that is just yep. such good shit like I'm so jealous of some of those stories. Yeah. It's, uh, it was certainly a time. And I've, a friend and I used to talk about how we were born in the 
in the wrong eras. Yeah. So he was like into like 60s and 70s metal, like like early Slayer and all that kind of stuff. And he's just like, man, I wish I was born in like the 70s and I would have just like late 60s, early 70s. So I could have just partied through through the 80s with all these metal bands. And, and I think I'm pretty much the same. It's probably five years before all this stuff kind of hit off. Yeah. And it would have been awesome to be to be there and have all the stories that he has. But yeah. Yeah, I think if I is what it is. Honestly, I think I would have loved to have been maybe three years older, not too much older. I think by the time yeah. I was starting to go to gigs, like I would have loved to have been because I was still pretty I was still young when when the wave of emo and like hardcore that I like kind of kicked off. If I was just a little mm-hmm. bit younger, I would have been a little bit older then. Been able to go to like a, a few more you know, club shows and things like that, drive around yeah. more, actually travel and see bands. Um, but, you know, I think I'm pretty lucky. I've met some really good people that, that have introduced a lot of things to me. So it's worked out. It's worked out okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, vinyl. You still collecting vinyl? I haven't bought much lately. <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. Nah. I've only got, so we were talking today, I've got like, six pre-orders in and that's it. Just waiting for some stuff off you that's, that's in the mail. And I posted um, it. Are you proud of me, Dave? Yeah. Yes, I, I am. did it. Thank I you did it. I fucking did it. Thank you. <laughs> next package will go out next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a one year deal. Um, so my latest pickups, I've got a few actually, I've been waiting on a couple, but, um, a few popped up that, uh, I wasn't really expecting to see, so mm. I couldn't really pass pass them up so webby sent me through the towns so far Ooh. television split so like the two eps i don't know they had an ep called so far no they don't it's, it's like all their singles up. up to television anyway <laughs> Fuck um <laughs> i also got in the thursday full collapse 20 Ooh, box set that's nice that i picked up for an really good price and it's actually gone down 20% if you're interested it was like $69 shipped nice. of like AUD so for reference that was 110 USD plus shipping on the craft store when when that went up so a bit sad that they didn't like fly out there's 5,000 of them Oof. so it's a cool thing to have it's awesome to be able to spin two different versions of Jet Black New Year on the, the Secret 7-inch, which is sick. Wait, what is on the 7-inch? It's a studio-recorded version of Jet Black New Year, and I think it's like their third... They used to play New Year's uh-huh. Eve and bring in the New Year with Jet Black New Year. And they've got that version. Like that thing. They've got that version. So Ooh, it's that's like, cool. bring it in. Um. I picked up uh, Military Gun, All Roads Lead to the Gun 2, so their second EP. Yep. Uh, their latest album is really, really good. That might feature later on in the year, I think, mm-hmm. for me. And then I picked up uh, the Acacia Strain 3750. So Oh, that was a good pick. That was, yeah, the uh, Furnace Fest version that's numbered out of 500, so that popped up on a local group. And the guy was a legend and sent it through and... Gave me a pretty good price on it as well, which is nice. New beauty. And the last thing I picked up was um, the latest Towns EP, Things You Might Feel Sometimes from their band camp. So Towns are 
Pink Boy. Really, really good. Yeah. Look, they're a band that I, every time I listen to them, I really like, but I just don't listen to them enough. Yeah, I feel that. Mm. I do. But uh, they were awesome at the Kiss Chasey show and yeah. looking forward to seeing him again. Maybe they'll play good things. Yeah, they might. That'd be a good one. Mm. What have I picked up? Look, I, I can't really remember what I picked up when because as I just organized my collection on the weekend, I had stuff that I hadn't logged in a while. So I was like, fuck. I think I know these three I definitely haven't spoken about on the pod and probably a bit of love to some of the local labels that we, we buy a lot of our stuff from. So... What I most recently picked up on Saturday was We Are the Emergency Seizure uh, out of Summit Distro. Um, that record, I just missed them completely. And I bought it because our good friend uh, of the podcast, May and Nick, May especially, I know is a big fan um, or was a big fan back in the day. And I was like, fuck it. If, if they're onto it, I'm going to I'm gonna get around it. And I'm so glad I did because I fucking love that, that EP album, whatever it is. I listened to it. I spun it twice yesterday. Sounds great. It's just, it makes me want to listen to like Sienna Skies, early Dream on Dreamer, you know, just get me a fucking a bit of synth, a bit of that like whiny screamo and it's just so good. Yeah. Um, I then also picked up recently, I got in the mail was Sad Souls Don't Float Upstream by Father Dear Hands out of Stiff Cut or the Dream Division. I don't quite know what, what are they called now? I think it's Stiff Cut Records, Dream Division. Uh, the Instagram handle throws me off. Yeah. But um, I got it from them. Honestly, this is the Megas in, in Infinity Splatter. It is one of the most beautiful records I own. I think it might actually even be the most beautiful record I own. Um, and that would sit next to my Alpha Wolf Field that also Alex did, <laughs> as well as my Lyra Snakeskin that Alex also did. So, yeah, they're, they're pressing some really nice stuff. So uh, that was a sick get-up. And last but not least, one of my top album of the year um, picks last year was uh, Joji Smithereens, The Clear. Um, you got me onto that and I finally picked it up after it being on hold for a long time. 84 years. I'm not good with things as you know. Um, <laughs> I have the best intentions, but I'm just, not, I'm just, I'm reliable at times and depends what you want me to be reliable on. It has to do with me picking. Drinking beers. Fuck off, would you? That's a yes. <laughs> you fucking straight edge dog. I'll fucking shoot you. <laughs> Um, no, I'm reliable for things like, but if it comes to posting or picking up things, I wouldn't count on it. I'm just saying, but I'm working on it. I've got some stuff out. We're, we're, we're getting, we're getting there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you kind of didn't pick it up because now I've got an inner beat disc because I spoke to the guy once a week. Now I'm going. Was he calling you up every week? Him. No. <laughs> That's the joke. That's right. Sorry, Dave. I've ruined the joke. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. But I'm looking forward to a Sydney Christmas at his house. You still coming to my house in December or November? Yeah. Sweet. I'll invite him. Just make sure finding better health or playing that night. Well, actually, uh, I hope so. I hope so. Anyways, let's move on to the... We're up to the main event. We're up to the main event. The topic for this week. Should we take a break and play a song or just get into it? Let's play a song. Oh, I need, I, I need to catch uh, my breath. <laughs> it's been a strenuous podcast so far. Oh, man, I, I'm not, I'm not pod fit. <laughs> yeah, in all honesty, I've been climbing around this room trying to, like, soundproof it, and it's just a shit everywhere, as you can see, Dave. And I've never not seen it like this. Thanks, man. 
Right. Anyway, we'll play a track and then the intro, and we'll see you on the other side. Boy. landscapes a little bit interesting and in the space of like eight months there was a handful of bands that really changed music can you can you see that for the better can you see that coming in from the horizon it looks it looks a bit like a a wave (laughs) is that the meg 2 in there (laughs) oh fuck i do want to see the meg (laughs) 2 it looks so bad anyway we're not here to talk about Jason Statham. We're here to talk about... The Meg! No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> the wave. To be, in fact, the, the fourth wave of, of hardcore, I believe. Is it? If I'm not mistaken. All right, okay. Yeah. We're into the fifth wave now. Ooh. Which, you know, like, doesn't have a cool name. Like, the wave. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, what kind of triggered this off uh, is uh, obviously Lada Sputa coming out. They're on their way now. I think they're on the plane. Saw that post. It got me all giddy. Like, I get giddy when I... This band, maybe one of the last bands that I actually feel giddy about. I haven't felt this giddy since, like, Mike M. And before that, I hadn't felt that in a long time. Yeah. Well, Descendants are that band for me at the moment, um, seeing them come out. Um, And... It brought us back. It brought me back to uh, a Brooklyn Vegan article that was kind of talking about wildlife and light dispute at the time and ten years on uh, and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, it's it's twelve years on now, but we're now getting that that ten year tour, and it really got you and I talking, Phil, about the wave and trying to describe it to people that may not know much about it. Mm. And this kind of really summed it up, um, summed it up here. So this is from the article. So Wait, which article um, are you reading from? I'm reading from the wildlife one. All right, you go, you go for that one. Yeah, like we spoke about. I thought this one was going to be second. Oh, well, we can do it second. No, you go, go with it, go with it. <laughs> yeah, so um, the wave, while by no means 
in an inclusive catch-all phrase, the core bands of this period often referred to themselves jokingly as the Wave. So it was a bit of a nickname that kind of didn't hang around for very long. A half-serious shorthand for the new wave of post-hardcore. It's something of an inverse genre means of describing not so much what a band is as what they aren't. So this was bands who weren't studied um, and not super serious for punk. So not melodic, not melodic for pop punk and not soft enough for emo, not prog enough to be metalcore. And into this factional, factional tumult, tumult. You are butchering this, but keep going. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen Jason, um, ascendancy enters wildlife, uh, La Dispute Sprawling, 14-track, sophomore LP, released on October 4, 2011, through No Sleep. Iconic. So what... Yeah, very iconic. But what this kind of means is that uh, a few of the bands that we're going to talk about really didn't fit the mould of any genre. So they they weren't hardcore, they weren't post-hardcore, they weren't emo, but they were a little bit of everything sprinkled into it. Mm into one in their own individual ways. Some more emo, some more hardcore. And it really, like, I know it brightened up my musical landscape at that time, which was kind of drying up a little bit. Mm. No, I, I agree completely. And I think, I mean, as you kind of read through that, I'm reading through the other article and I'm probably not going to read it. I feel like that kind of quote encapsulates a lot of that as well. Obviously not taking itself too yep. seriously or anything like that. Um yeah, I think for me, I mean, this was when I got into a lot of, I wouldn't say melodic hardcore, but it kind of triggered a lot of my love for some melodic hardcore. And I think it really came yep. from what I think differs from this wave of post-hardcore to the wave that came before it is I just think that the guitars and the riffs and just some of the the stories behind it just were so rich and just a little bit different to what was coming through the scene just before that. Um, and I know in this article, especially about wildlife, it talks about, um, you know, where is it says here, there is a narrative and a story that kind of play through that. I just don't think we were hearing in other music beforehand. Um, and I know there were bands that did concept albums. There were bands that released stories, right. Through their music, but I don't think anyone did it quite like La Dispute did at the time. Uh, and then through that, I mean, we talk about the wave and another article that we found, you know, Jeremy from Touche kind of joked. It was an inside joke that got taken too far. And it was just an excuse to have a name for a group of friends, uh, like a bullshit kind of crew name. And it was them. It was Touche More. It was La Dispute. It was Pianos Become the Teeth, Make Do and Mend and Defeater. And I think, yep. you know, when you think of those bands at that time, there weren't really a lot of bands doing similar things to that beforehand. Um, and, you know, he even says if you were to, like, make it a bit broad and incorporate other bands that they weren't necessarily friends with, You'd include bands like Tiger's Jaw, Title Fight, Balancing Composure, Into It, Over It, you know, and I think it, it's true. Like that era of music kind of was bringing something different from to the post-hardcore landscape. And, you know, although the term The Wave didn't really stick around and he jokes about that there, I think for for, for nerds like us who <laughs> you know, want to define everything, um, I think it really helps just kind of put a time capsule around a few albums and a few bands that... that um, yeah, really did something special with it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think 
the big difference is they're writing about trauma more than like um just emotions. They're right. Yeah. They're writing about the the story of trauma and then the feelings of that and how to deal with it. <clears throat> yeah. Where you look at the previous post hardcore mall screamo kind of stuff, it's like very yeah. Not base. It's not not emotional, but it's just not as in depth and as thought out as that. No, I agree. At times, it can kind of come across that way, but. I love them all just as equally. Like there's definitely a passing of the torch for from from Thursday to Touche for me. Yeah. Uh, a lot of close connections there. Yeah. Um and just really very much of the same ethics between both bands. I think for me as well, like I mean going through this list, it's other and we'll link both of these articles on our Instagram and, and socials so you can have a read as well. I think what was really special about this era was although these bands are still around today, right? I feel like the, that year, 2011 especially, the albums that they brew, you know, you have Balance, Balance and Composure, uh, Basement was in, included in this article, um, yep. you know, Defeater, we said Title Fighter in there. I think those albums in particular from that like little two, three year period are almost like that's the wave. And I think what came after was really interesting to see where all the bands went to different directions, right? And I think yeah. I'm going to use I'm going to use Touche, Pianos, La Dispute, and probably Defeater. None of them really sound exactly the same to what they were back back then, right? There are elements to it. No, they don't. But like La Dispute went a lot more experimental maybe yep. with Panor- Panorama. Um, Touche... Are probably the most, I wouldn't say generic post-hardcore, but the most kind of, there are a lot of elements there that you'd find in a lot of post-hardcore bands. They've gotten a little bit more punky. Well, yeah, I, I think that's, say, that's like a good call, yeah. Defeat are probably got a bit more hardcore melodic hardcore even, and less like spoken word, music came a bit heavier. And then Piano is like their last set of them. Fuck, it's not for me, but <laughs> they, they they changed. That was, that, they're straight shoegaze now. Yeah, they've changed. <laughs> So I think it's interesting. Yeah, we talk about the wave bands from the wave, but it's really a, a pocket of time. Um, yeah. And I mean, who are we? A niche podcast already talking about the nichest form of hardcore. Like, who the fuck are we? Kidding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, is there anything else you want to say, or do we want to kick it into the intro? I think that we pretty much captured everything that I've kind of have the idea of of what the wave is are you sure um, that the listeners don't want us to go on a three-hour breakdown like we used to <laughs> i don't think i don't think it's needed i think if they've lasted through me trying to read that article today um yeah so i think 10 minutes is long enough oh this is look at us efficiency 2023 efficiency Let's play that intro, and uh, yep. we'll get into the fast five. What are you smiling about? Dude, I almost had you. <laughs> you almost had me? You never had me. You never had your car. So, this week's fast five, obviously a bit of a focus on the wave. I think rather than doing top five bands or top five songs. We're going to do top five albums from the time because I think that, I think we all know who Dave and I probably favorite band is from this era. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought the albums would be interesting because I'd be keen to know if we have differences. And then we're going to do the album, but then we're also going to do a song from that album. Um, and although we'll try and keep it quick, I do have a few things I want to say about a few of these albums. So what do you think? Yeah, let's get into it. So I'm going to go song name. Yeah. Then from the album. Okay. All right. All right. So we do five eight. Five, do you want me to go through five through to one? Yep. Straight off the bat? Five through to one. All Fast. Right. Uh, all right. So I've got Notice Me from The Things We Think We're Missing by Balance and Composure. Lovely. And after that, I've got St. Anne from Everything You Ever Loved from Make Do and Men. Mm-hmm. Shed by Tidal Fight. Ooh. Off Shed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then a letter from Wildlife. Right. By yep. And then, this is going to throw you off actually, Gravity Metaphorically by Touche. Right. From the Survived by Era, but it's off the pianos become the teeth split. Oh, look at you being underground Dave back at it again. Yep. (laughs) So, Dave, you've been really clever with yours. You know what? Mine is really not that clever. (laughs) Mine's very generic. You can probably pick these from a mile away. I think I've got some things I want to say about some of the songs I picked and why. But at five, I have Nobody, Not Even the Rain, um, off somewhere at the bottom of the river between Vega and El Tayer by La Dispute. Mm-hmm. I then had Filial by Pianos Become the Teeth off Old Pride. Yeah. I then had Empty Glass off Empty Days and Sleepless Nights by Defeater. Very good. I then had um, the fucking squiggly line <laughs> from, um, what do you call it? It's a tilled. A tilled. I looked up how to say it and it was, made me want to say like tilda. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Is that what you meant to say? It can be Tilda as well. All right. Well, that um, off Parting the Sea Between Brightness and Me by Touche. And then number yeah. one, I had to have this album, Wildlife. The song I picked was St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church Blues by La Dispute. And I've got, I've got a bit of a story about some of these songs. So why'd you pick yours? Okay. Like you went a bit underground. Yeah. So I uh, mentioned that earlier to you. It's like we've already done yeah. episode on La Dispute and Defeater. Have we? Uh, no, but we've spoken about it. Fuck it enough. Yeah. Anyway, and there's some like re- like that uh, balance and composure. Yeah. And make do amend. Like I probably listen to them just as much as I listen to Lattice Butte and Touche. Those two albums are yeah. so good front to back. Um, Saint Anne is just something that I when I hear the opening rift, it's like I can. It just really cool it's not even a like a heavy song yeah. it's just it's great you can sing along to it it's just a really good vibe yeah shared is just shared like fuck, fuck. Total yeah fight classic fucking great um and gravity metaphorically is like just a really really great track and i don't think it could be enough it could be a deep cut but that split's really cool yeah um I was also going to be a little bit cheeky and actually put one of the the uh, Touche La Dispute songs in. Yeah. Where, like, Jeremy sings with the La Dispute band and Jordan yeah. with the Touche band, but decided against it. But, um, 
they really bought the split back as well, I think, which is a huge thing. Yeah, so I agree. Like, so many Touche splits. There's Light Dispute do a split with Koji, who's really cool, mm-hmm. who could be wave adjacent. Um, heaps of cool stuff going on. Yeah, I, I nearly yeah. did pick How I Feel by um, Light Dispute for mine. But I think the reason I picked my songs especially, so I'll just quickly run down the list. So I think Somewhere at the Bottom of the River is, 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 a, is just an incredible album from that era. And I think it's one of the things that yep. gave me a taste. It didn't make me fall in love, but it gave me a taste. And I think Nobody, Not Even the Rain, the closer of that record, it's like a minute, it's a minute long, but it's just yep. perfect balance between the guitars and the, and the vocals. And I'm just like, that is to me the wave. Um, and it was three years before all the albums we spoke about earlier came in. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think Piano's Become the Teeth, Old Pride. I think this album's just aged really well for me. Um, and every time I go back, I'm just impressed by how good it is. And I think this is, for me, the hardest or the heaviest record in the list, maybe. Um, yeah. Touche maybe pips it a little bit, but I think there's just a side that it shows the diversity of how good or how wide the wave could be. Or, or was yeah. at the time. Yeah. Empty Glass by Defeater. It's probably one of the least melodic hardcore sounding songs because I would say that they've got a bit of melodic hardcore vibe to it or new age melodic hardcore yeah, vibe. absolutely. But I think this record in particular, just the, the guitars. It's For me, it's the guitars. And then Touche, Parting the Sea Between Brightness and Me and Wildlife. These are the two albums that for me took me on this journey, especially Touche's Parting the Sea. That was like the only Touche record I loved for a long time. Uh, and then Wildlife is just has to be there for me. And I picked this song because, again, the guitars, bro. Like, we, I love that fucking shit. And I think. Yeah. Yeah, St. Saint Saint Paul just does it well. Well, they're all great. Um, I don't think you pick a bad one, to be honest. Nah. It's all pretty flawless. Pianos is a tough one. They're very much like... Um, towns like you were saying before yeah when when i listen to them i'm like yeah this is awesome but i just don't listen to them enough yeah um it's really weird honestly that album's really but, all i listen to like re- regularly um yeah. but i think the next i would have picked i had a I had a song from the lack long after yeah on my list for a little bit i think all their i think all their like the next two albums especially are quite good but that record i think is just classic Mm-hmm. Damn. Cool. We just did the wave well, in like five, 20 huh? minutes. Maybe 25. <laughs> who knows? We're growing. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks everyone for listening so far. Um, please don't forget to follow, subscribe, and leave a review and rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, helps us and the show a lot. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram on at press.com.pod on both platforms. Um, and we have also joined the Press Conference Society Facebook group. So you've heard us talk about this for weeks, maybe months. Get around it. Um, there's some big things coming, uh, and we just really want you to get involved, really. Um, so join, join the group, yep. get in the convo, um, get some early mail about some future episodes, get on some episodes. Um, that's really the best way to get to us. Tell us we suck. Tell us we no suck. No hate mail yet. That's actually, you know, that's a good point. I'm, I, I call bullshit to everyone. I we see the listening counts come through. You don't all like this pod. Tell us that we're shit. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Right. Don't pull a Sydney and just fucking 
do it from afar. Tell us to our face. Yeah. I'll, I'll put my address in the in the comments. You can come to my house and tell me. Um, <laughs> uh, but no. But seriously, if if there's something we could be doing better, we want to know. Like we we want to improve. So, well, Dave, you know what you could do? Learn how to read the article. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got my glasses. It obviously isn't helping. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, yeah, we love the feedback. We love the convo um, generated by the topic. So, yeah, we want to hear from you. So. Yeah. Let us know. If you want to come on, do a mixtape. If you're a band and you want to come on and chat, influencers. Let's do it. Well, uh, yeah, hit up the Facebook page, hit up the Instagram. We're always keen. Sweet. All right. Well, I'll talk to you next time, Dave. Thanks, everyone, for listening. All right. Catch ya. Bye.